0: Ah, uh, it's too hot to you I'm find. Good morning everyone, how you doing? Welcome to the morning show We got, oh we got a lot of people hanging out already, wow, cool Vincent, Troy, Mauricio, Amanda, Jade and Jill Andrew, Abe, what's going on? Uh, my mom's in the Facebook group, hi mom Abe in Facebook as well. Andrew from Australia. Greetings from Australia. Where are you in Australia, Andrew? I don't know if I'll be able to see the uh, answer, but I lived in Lindfield, New South Wales for two years, two months, two weeks, two days, two hours. Uh, On uh, Periscope, we got baseball Brit. Hey, Hayden Cart, not Mr. Moon. Some good friends that I know their names of. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a a swell Wednesday morning. It's Wednesday? Cool. It's Wednesday. This is the morning show. It's for me. It's not for you. Helps me start my day. After this, I feel like, all right, we've already done something. We can keep rolling, keep making uh, content, and keep working. So, uh, you know, it's my interests and my hobbies, and if they don't align with you, that's totally fine because it's for me. But if you want to hang out for a little... Go down some rabbit holes, talk about history, talk about baseball, talk about geography, then welcome to the morning show. My coffee's too hot today, and I can't drink it, so I have to wait it out a little bit. A Wisconsin sports fan uh, asks, how are you? But they're asking John Boy, not John Boy. So um, I'll just butt out of that conversation because it's not for me. Morning. Yesterday was a busy day recording a lot. Uh, my girlfriend Caitlin she went and marched all the way from man where we live, New York City, all the way down downtown and then she they went all the way up the east side. She said it was pretty powerful and pretty cool. She got some cool pictures of uh, of nurses uh, or doctors, uh, medical staff wearing masks. Waving to the protesters in support, and the protesters waving back in support. It's a c- cool picture that just kind of, um, kind of like encapsulates, if that's how you say that word, everything that's going on, COVID and the protests and and everything. And it was it's a cool picture, and I told her I think uh, you know this is going to be a big big part of our lives, and I think that she will be, and I'll be proud to tell our kids when they ask, "Hey, do you remember that?" And Katie can say, "Yeah, I marched all day." So that's cool. Um, that's cool. Uh, what else was I going to say? We just made a big donation from John Boy Media, the company, which is cool. And I, uh, I've never been more proud of the staff that we've built. We're a very, very new company at this time. Last year there was two, three employees. Maybe it was me, Jake, and my my brother helping out. Um, yeah, three three people, and we have a team of fifteen. I think there were 17 people on our, our, our call, and it was uh, an open discussion of a lot of people listening and a lot of people talking, and um, it was cool, man, and uh, so I'm proud of the, the team we've built and the conversations that have been going on behind the walls here and on our Slack and all that, so that's cool. Anyway, um, yesterday we had a lot of shows come out. Yesterday we had a Laughs from the Past come out, a Talking Yanks come out. John Boy and Jake Radio, where Jake and I kind of discuss the craziness of it all. Pinstripe Strong, Talking Folk came out today. They're doing a, a whole episode on Bob Dylan and his protest song songs from sixty years ago that are about the same shit we're we're doing now. Uh, so kind of a little history lesson in song. That's cool. And today, which is Wednesday, oh, I didn't even send those to you. I'll oh, get out of here. RGB. I only like you at the beginning. Uh, we got talking baseball. Talked all about the proposal that I I talked a tiny bit about yesterday on on here. We went in-depth. got Trev's thoughts. John Mojic Radio will be coming up at 10 o'clock. Watching baseball. No idea what. We're watching wild, uh, wild card games right now. Like close wild card games. So I don't know which one we're up to. And talking sports. I don't know if they came out, but the last Wednesday came out. I didn't update this graphic. I'll be honest with you. I hope all these shows came out. Um, Everything got rearranged with Blackout Tuesday, and I I didn't want to just go to Photoshop and change them just for one day out of just laziness. So, bam. We got a lot coming out today, and we got a lot to record, and... It's Wednesday and Katie and I are getting a puppy on Friday, so my mind kind of just keeps counting down the days till Friday and we're excited about that, but we got a lot to do in the meantime. Let's get into the weather. The random city of the day is Winona, Minnesota. When Does it rhyme? Kind of rhymes. You can make it rhyme if you wanted to and then someone would probably be like, that's not how you actually pronounce it, but you can make it rhyme winona minnesota is basically on the border of wisconsin and minnesota it's right on the mississippi river and then there's a lake winona on the back end so kind of a cool spot as soon as i saw this uh and if you if you first time watching producer luke just picks a random town and then i just look it up and go through the rabbit hole the night before the show usually oh, we got someone that lives in Winona. So I'm either about to excite you because you know about Winona or I'm going to upset you because I'm going to say things that aren't true. But the big thing about Winona right now is that Winona Rider is doing a whole campaign. Uh, this whole commercial, I don't know what this is for, Squarespace maybe? So yeah, Squarespace. So free ad to them where Winona discovers Winona. If Squarespace is smart, they will have... The next commercial series will be another celebrity discovering a small town that bears the same name as them and just keep going. Hope it's not just a one-off. So according to the commercial, gray skies, snow, sweaters, old cameras, bowling alley t-shirt, nice chest hair, bowling alley. Hope Winona has a good bowling alley. We all wear, damn it. barbershop anyway what did i find out about winona during my research named after the legend of winona that's a unfortunate freeze frame for winona Ryder. there i'll get her out of that i'll get her out of. That. okay that's a tiny bit better uh named after winona winona the legend of winona is she is said to have leaped to her death from the high precipice rather than marry a suitor she did not love So a little Romeo Juliet action there That's the legend of Winona And the most noticeable landmark in Winona Is the Sugarloaf Which Which Is kind of cool actually Let me see if I can Google it Get out of my way coffee Winona Minnesota Sugarloaf Images Sugarloaf is this big ass thing Um Big ass rock thing. I don't know if you're if you are. I can see why this got worshipped too. Is what I'm trying to say. If you have the mindset of like you know, Native American tribe. Well, I don't know what the tribe was in Minnesota. Uh, Sioux was this Sioux territory. If you're in, and you see that rock, you're like, damn, that thing touches the sky. I'm a prey to that. Or oh, I'm gonna jump to my death because I want to marry that dude. Off that, it's part of your life. It's part of your way of thinking. If you see that damn rock, <clears throat> there's this. Uh, there's this story we did on laughs from the past about the the volcano of Mount Pele, <clears throat> and the volcano of Mount Pele, it erupted <clears throat> and it killed everyone. The volcano. Just went down the, the lava, went down the mountainside, just killed everyone. It was, it was tragic. But then afterwards, the lava from the volcano grew up and formed a rock statue Mount Pele rock statue volcano yes okay look at this thing so this is what this reminded me of which is a crazy story so the damage from Mount Pele was crazy and and then after the wreckage this thing grew which I'm sure scientists know and grew up from the earth at like a crazy rate like <clears throat> in like two weeks it just kept growing that high and it was hard rock and uh I mean, how could you not, if you don't have the scientific advancements that we have, how could you not think that shit was like a sign from God? And then this thing just crumbled. But yeah, after the volcano, it just grew straight up. And the people at Mount Pele were like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? And then it just crumbled after a little bit. But that's not in Winona, so... It just the sugar loaf in Winona reminded me of that in Mount Pele. So get off my butt about it. Let's try and guess where that kid who lives in Winona lives. I'ma guess that I'ma guess you live in this neighborhood over here. I'm guessing that I think what was your name? Ryan? Ryan, I'm guessing that your house is behind the new China King buffet, okay? And you live this brown-roofed house. This is where Ryan lives. He's listening to the show in a bedroom that's back here, this corner of the house. So thanks for tuning in. And we appreciate you sharing your house with us from Winona, Minnesota. St. Mary's University of Minnesota is right there. That's cool. Anyway, that's the random town of the day. It was Winona. The weather there is 64 degrees and partly cloudy. And that's all I have to say about that. Random baseball player of the day today. If Ryan said, "Hey, you're pretty close, next street over." <laughs> that's that's cool and scary, sorry, man. Um uh the random baseball player of today is Gus Zerniel. Fun I I went down a a long fun rabbit hole with Gus last night that led to a Mickey Mantle rabbit hole. And um <clears throat> yeah. Gus Zernial, let me read some of the, the stuff. He was big time. He was big time. Like from 1950 to 1955, Gus Zernial was like the best power hitter in the American League. Um, I have in, uh, where's the numbers? During that six-year period, 1950 to 1955, no player in the American League hit more home runs than Zernial. He was a big deal. He tied a major league record for most home runs hit in four straight games with seven. That's crazy. And then this fun stat. There's only 75 players in major league history through 2004 having the last name beginning with Z. So Zerniel could be considered one of the greatest of those Z names. Ooh. Ooh. Let's... Um, let's check that out because zimmerman has come along since then right would that be his biggest competition now so let's do a let's do a batter comparison zernial and zimmerman about the do, doudo about do, do. Uh, okay, so they have the same exact OPS plus, ain't that something? One sixteen OPS plus for both of them. Uh, their OPS is eight fifteen and eight sixteen with Zernial uh three, three behind him. Ryan Zimmerman has a better career batting average, two seventy nine versus Zernial's two sixty five. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman has a better on-base percentage, 343. Gus Zerniel has uh, 329. And Zimmerman um, Zimmerman slugs a little less than Zernial. That's kind of crazy that they're that damn similar. The battle of the Zs, huh? Zimmerman knew, knew his reach. He had to get there. Zimmerman has more home runs. Zimmerman has 400 more games or... 350 more games played, a lot more played appearances. But so you can't really count the, the counting stats. You can't you gotta take those out of here because they're not equal. But yeah, the slash lines are pretty similar. That's crazy. What about war? Um What is it good for? I mean, war kind of sucks, man. Like, Zerniel has no war, and Zimmerman has a ton. I'm guessing defense comes into play. So we're just judging offensive powers. That was nuts, huh? Who's another Z player? Z. Zobrist? Okay, we got to get Zobrist in this motherfucker. See where he's at. Ben Zobrist. I think these are the three. Unless there's another Z name. Zobrist has a 113 OPS plus, so close, but a 783 OPS, and he's got a better batting average than Zernial, much better on base percentage, way uh, less slugging, and more games than Zernial. You guys got to let me know who do you think's the best Z player of all time, hitter? Oh, great question by Rock Hard Water. Do you like water? If so, what's your favorite type of water? I do like water. I drink water, coffee, and that's kind of the only liquids I drink. Um, I had a couple of yous when I was back with my parents the other weekend. That's, you know, it's okay. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't know. Not Aquafina. Not the das- Sani. I just drink tap water in New York City. Um, we put it in a big, big glass bottle and we put it in the fridge so it's nice and cold like they do at restaurants. Zeal, we want to look up Zeal. Todd Zeal, we'll add him to the mix. Best Z names. Get in here, Todd Zeal. Todd Zeal, 104 OPS Plus. Um. Todd Zeal has the most games played out of any of these guys. He has the most plate. He almost has double Gus Zernial's plate appearances. He's got the most hit by pitches. Zimmerman and Zernial, man. It's a battle. All right. Let's... Uh, there was other stuff to talk about with, uh, with Gus. Gus... Hold on. Let me find some, some of this stuff. I watched this interview with Gus... Uh, here, you can see the name of it there. Sport, good sports. <laughs> that's my kind of name. Hey, at John Boy Media, that's our, that's our kind of name. Talking baseball, watching baseball. Just good sports with Chris Terrence. It's, uh, that's how you name a show right there. What's this about? You can't figure it out? It's about good sports. Description's in the title, my, my dude. Zerniel got hurt at one point, and this is him, hurt. So that's a tough way to open up the show about him is just him being hurt. But I think he slid and knocked himself out and they had pictures he broke his arm or something. He was pretty good. So I watched this interview with him from 2013 because he wrote a book. I watched this whole interview. It's 30 minutes and the stories he tells are awesome. So if you want to go watch the full thing and he talks about right here, this is a young Mickey Mantle in him. And he talks about how like, you know, he was... The All American Slugger, kinda. He was the he was America's America's Slugger, and then Mickey Mantle came along and fucking Mickey Mantle was America's guy. Little Hick from Oklahoma moves to the big city, all shucks and shy. Replaces DiMaggio. Mickey's Mantle story was like it was the mythology of baseball wrapped into one. It was everything fans wanted. Um a superstar in New York to be. So that was a cool picture though. And they talk about that in this interview. They talk about a lot of cool shit. And there was some stuff that I liked. So Marilyn Monroe did a photo shoot with the White Sox and she did it with Gus Zerniel, which I found interesting. Like he was the dude. If Marilyn comes, look at this pose. Getting frisky. Marilyn comes and takes pictures with baseball players. It's gonna be with Gus. Look at this. Little prom pose with Marilyn before game. Not bad. Joe DiMaggio saw these pictures, uh, got in touch with Gus and was like, Hey, how do I get in touch with Marilyn? You know her. And then and then that's how Joe DiMaggio met Marilyn Monroe and started dating and all that. And then he, and then Joe DiMaggio hated Gus Zernial for some reasons. They say no one knows why, but yeah, kind of crazy. I don't know what this was for. But look at this backhand play by Marilyn right here. Look at that, all glove. They definitely threw that to her, and she made the nice stop and not placed it in his in her glove and posed with it, for a fact. For a fact. It's a great play by Marilyn. Any of you guys trying to take it away from her, it's just rude. So quit it. Um, oh, there was also do, 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 this commercial that he did. Because he was the All-American boy. Let me uh do it so you can hear the fantastic acting job from him here. For a fact whoa 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 echo crazy all right cool that was because i had the facebook on so i could read the facebook comments here we go ready uh watch gus zerniel act his dick off hugging gus zerniel formerly of the white Sox, now with the philadelphia age say gus hello there would you mind telling the folks why you're so sold on gillette blue blades not at all as a matter of fact i'm gonna grab off a quick shave right after the game Fine. We'll be seeing you. Hey, How was it, Gus? Like every Gillette shave, quick, easy, and mighty refreshing. Uh, Gus, I mean, about... Was- okay, so a couple things on the commercial here that I don't really get. They go, hey, Gus, and he does a really good job saying, oh, hello there. How are the Philadelphia age? Say, Gus. Huh? Hello there. Would you mind telling the folks why you're so sold on Gillette Blue Blades? And then he, they never do a follow-up. He's like, yeah, I don't, mind why, why, I don't mind telling people why I'm so sold. And then they never do like, okay, why are you so sold? They, we don't get the reason why he's so sold. It just says, yeah, I use him. So, uh, you know, let's rewrite the commercial, I think. Not at all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to grab off a quick shave right after the game. Fine. We'll be seeing Hey, you. how was it, Gus? Like every Gillette shave, quick Easy and mighty refresh. then he's just waving around a fucking straight blade. That's what, raz- <laughs> That's what razors were back then. Man, So the advancements are nuts. Like someone had to be like, hey, why don't we put that razor on a stick so you don't have to hold the razor to your face. You could hold the stick, which is safe. Someone had to think of that. They did it like a whole stage before someone thought about, what about if that sharp razor had a handle which to me it just seems like you know not something that comes up down the road it's kind of with the invention from the beginning but that's just me i guess so anyway gus zerniel was the dude man uh this interview go watch it it's great he's got yogi stories he's got billy martin stories he's got a bunch of stories because he wrote a book if i'm talking about him this much i'll just put the book on screen why not Ozark Ike, that was his nickname because it was the name of a... Use your brain, remember the information you read last night. It was the name of like a cartoon character, and he liked it. An announcer gave him the name Ozark Ike, and he liked it. Uh, So did I have anything else on Ozark Ike? I think that was kind of it. Cool stuff, let's see. In a postscript to his acclaim noted... Above, as the new DiMaggio, Zerniel figured coincidentally in Joe DiMaggio meeting his legendary future wife. The handsome young Zerniel was chosen to pose with the rising star Monroe in a movie studio publicity shot. DiMaggio was so struck by Marilyn in the photo, as well as so envious of Zerniel's opportunity that he asked the rival outfielder how to reach Marilyn. I already told you guys that. I already told you that. Um... In 1950, batting either four or fifth in the lineup with the Chicago White Sox, Zernial finished fifth in the American League with 29 home runs. In a doubleheader on October 1st, 1950, the last day of the regular season, Gus hit four home runs. He became only the fourth player to accomplish this doubleheader feat. Only the fourth player to ever hit four home runs in a doubleheader which was later broken by Stan Musial, who hit five home runs in a doubleheader. These four home runs hit by Ozark Ike gave him the distinction of being the first player to hit four in the month of October. That feat was not matched until 1985 by Ron Kittle while also playing for the White Sox. So that's some records. I think that's everything I had on... Gus. Zerniel. We did a lot there. Two big players in a row. You know, intern Luke just puts a random player in there and then I find him and sometimes it's nobody and sometimes it's a big name. And that's all I have to say about that. Book of the day. I've I've taken, I think I've done tidbits from this book before. And, uh. And it's a good book, and I like it. And Abraham Lincoln's story is awesome. So I'm going to go back to it uh, because only so many books on my bookshelf. can't just do one and done. I want this morning show to last, you know. Uh, People seem to like it and enjoy it, so I can't just run out of all the content. And I got to start reading faster. So, Um, You guys, you know how everyone loves the before and after president pictures? Like how much the president aged before and after? Here's one for Lincoln. He was pretty young looking beforehand and really old looking afterwards. He's uh he didn't even get a full term either. Uh so I want to talk about dude dude how Lincoln's religious beliefs changed after the Civil War. And it's kind of a funny thing that I always think about in sports and shit. Because <clears> he <throat> believed in God a lot, right? And then where is it find it find it jimmy the war not only deepened lincoln's sense of fatalism it also had a significant impact on his religious outlook he had always believed in providence a higher power that ordered human events and often used the word god to describe this power but prior to the war he had taken a rather complacent view of god's plans which he thought were manifested through cause and effect and irresistibly promoted progress through historical processes this view limited God's motive force. So anyway, he goes on because Lincoln writes like, hey, if the South is is saying God's, you know, praying for them and being on their side and the North is saying, um, well, he got a full term. He get two full terms. Sorry, my bad, Mark. Um, he died as a president is what I was going for. He didn't complete his presidency. Uh so Lincoln wrote, God cannot be for and against the same thing at the same time, which is basically, don't tell that to athletes because everyone, everyone that wins says, you know, it was God that helped them win and helped them lose, the other team lose. Um, God said, in the present civil war, it is quite possible that God's purpose is something different from the purpose of either party. I am almost ready to say this is probably true that God wills this contest and wills that it shall not end yet. So he's basically, he said God was punishing everyone for slavery, the North and the South. God didn't care who won. He just wanted it. Well, he wa- well God wanted everyone to be punished. If it was a quick war that the North just won really quick and easily, which they thought it was, they thought it was going to be one battle, the North. People picnicked it. Senators went out and watched it with snacks, and they vended it uh, with vendors and shit thought it was just going to be one battle. And then it went on through a long war. And he was like, yeah, I think the North is being punished just as well as the South for even having this institution in place. And then what also is cool about Lincoln is because it was a time of war, he could exert so much power that presidents didn't have before because he had to. So, The powers Lincoln exercised were breathtaking in their extent and significance. He spent money without congressional authorization, suspended the writ of habeas corpus throughout the Union, authorized military trials of civilians, dictated the terms of peace, and abolished slavery by presidential edict. He walked the line between failing to respond vigorously and abuse of power exercising unprecedented power. He was neither corrupted by it nor viewed it as an end in itself. Lincoln certainly was the safest leader a nation could have, they said, but also reckless, bold, theorizing, dashing. He had to do a lot of things that, you know, they said a president could never do, which is crazy. It's nuts, man. I had this history history professor, Matthew Worshaw. Worshaw. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but uh, he's awesome. He's written some books and he wrote a bunch of books on Jackson. He's a big Jackson guy and then he taught me this Lincoln class and he was like, you know what? Lincoln was my best president. I've changed my mind. So that's cool. Lincoln was pretty cool, man. Anyone watch Grant? Lincoln has like a a high squeaky voice. And they made the actor have a high squeaky voice. Fosco. It's nuts. Uh, Lincoln also had an open White House policy. Much like those LA police commissioners who just did an open Zoom session with the public. That's what Lincoln would do. He would just open the doors to the White House and, and there would be lines and anyone could come in and just talk to him about anything. Um, he'd just sit and talk with them. He called them public baths. Which kind of a gross term. Shouldn't bathe in public, I don't think. Anyway. Uh do 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 Pine Tar game, please. That might be on the list of breakdowns. Um I can let you guys know. That's that's kind of it on, on the book. And that's all I had to say about that. We'll do a little QA for a little bit. Um what was I gonna pull up? The breakdowns that have been sent my way. A three-run pass ball. uh, Dodgers bullpen brawl in 2000. Granke ejected after only throwing four pitches. So, producer Luke takes all the requests, and then he clips them, and he sends me over like three at a time. And then I say, I'm done. And then he sends me three more, and we just go off that request form. So... That's how uh, the operation is working right now. And then I found that Babe Ruth one two days ago and just did it on my own because I was interested. So, uh, all right. Anyone else want to chat for a tiny bit before I head out, have some breakfast, and then we do John Boydick Radio? World Series favorite. For what, man? Well, there's no, we don't even know what, what it is. We don't know what the World Series is, you know. We don't know if they're playing 50 games or 80 games or how the playoff format exactly is going to work. I don't think you can do that yet. And a great beard goes a long way on Lincoln. Yeah, it did. He needed one. Some guys need him. Mostly fat guys, chubby faces like me. Hey, Jimmy, I hope you have a nice day. Thank you, LGRW. I hope you have a nice day as well. Uh, are you going to start covering the KBO more Asked Katie McArdle? Probably, probably not unless people request breakdowns of it. Um, if something crazy happens and people request it, then yeah, I'll do it. But, but I'm, I'm not like actively watching it. I can't get into it. I apologize. Um, we had a whole discussion about this on talking baseball with the Sesame's family barbecue guys. Cause they like watching any and all baseball i like the storylines i like knowing the players backgrounds i like the the human interest of it and the kbo broadcast they don't do none of that so how much is it to sponsor a breakdown you can email sales at johnboymedia.com and inquire but it is it's kind of a good amount we have some big deals coming up soon um breakdowns get a lot of views man across the board, across all four platforms, they, they do kind of scarily well. So when you throw a CPM on the guaranteed lowest amount of views, the price gets... We've, we like lower it because we feel like we're going to scare people off because people think we're we're small company or we are a small company. but People think like, you know, I don't know. Every time an advertiser reaches out and we say, this is how many views our videos get across all four platforms and you know the average cpm cost for those views people are like oh we didn't realize that you had that big of an audience and it's like well, sorry but it is 2004 alcs breakdown please i mean i uh, appreciate the request it's gonna go through one ear and out the other here i mean i it I told you it goes through that request list we're trying to knock them down in order and 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 all that until till that um Hey, I want to try and make a JJR theme song. Tried to get in touch with Bubak, but having no luck. What kind of music? I think he has a guitar player, but you I mean his his Twitter handle is Nikki B. Nikki B something. There's some numbers at the end of it. Nikki B eight six zero five. So go check him out. UFC breakdowns probably not. I don't like the UFC, so I probably that's that's like a probably a big just straight up nah, not into it. Um, would talk about it and everyone would get upset about how much I don't know about the technique and the style, and um, I feel like that's a sport with a ton of gatekeeping, and I don't really like the UFC, so it just feels like a complete mismatch and probably a probably a no on that. Good morning from Brennan F. And I think I'm gonna head out. We'll play a little song again. This is a Butch Walker song. Too loud. Lower it. I barely drank any of my coffee today, so we're all upset about that. See you tomorrow morning. That was uh the classic Winona Gus Abraham show. You'll remember it forever. See you guys left with the tab and not a word to say. Cause I see your face when they turn out my lights. So I'll keep another night by this fire and drink some wine. It's the closest thing to you I'm going to find.